Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 60-something, maybe 64. Could be 64. Might not be. Uh, brought to you by Parse Rum, as always. Dakota just ran away from the screen. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. You're here. Shocker. Dakota's out. Ooh, Shocker. Dakota's out. Coming from you, dude. Coming from you. You're a real piece of work. Who are we presented by, Ian? Tell me we're presented by. Give me presented a by Parse Rum. Everybody's a little fired up today. I have a little bit, I'm going to be honest, and to start the episode with a little bit of honesty. I'm a little low energy today. I think Dakota's a little high energy. Zach, will you tell us where in the world you are right now? Uh, I am in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in a haunted hotel. In the Fister. Yep. The Fister Hotel in Milwaukee. I've actually personally never stayed there. The Cubbies do not stay in the haunted Fister, but the Fister is supposedly haunted, and there's been plenty of really good stories about it. So, Zach, I think. No, is- no, no. There's no good stories about a ghost ever. It's not a thing. There's no good stories about a haunted hotel. I had zero sleep last night. I can't, I can't listen to you talk about the haunted hotel. It's not haunted. It's fine. Zach being afraid of haunted hotels, like, grow up. Can we just talk for a second about Zach got called back up to the big leagues on his birthday, okay? He went back up to the big leagues. He got a knock and two walks. I watched the first at bat from the clubhouse, and now he's changed. Change is an absolute understatement. The guy, unbelievable. Yesterday, the first phone call, so I tried to FaceTime him. Fair enough, he's on a plane. Okay, no problem. FaceTime him later. Listen to this. Guy's got new friends, I guess. I'm in Derek Holland's room with Miggy and some of the guys. If I answer, I'll get murdered. I'm like, okay, man, I guess you see who your friends are. I guess, I guess I'm just not up there with those guys. I get it, man. Talk to you never. What do you got? What do you got in defense there, ZS59? You would do the same thing. No, I wouldn't do that. I'd leave the room and call you back because you're my friend. No. Yep. No. You're That's a liar. A you Your nose is about to hit the microphone. It's growing. No, were, you in Holland, were you in Holland Suite? Yes. That thing is literally bigger than my apartment. I'm not joking. You could control the toilet seat with like a computer of what it could do. A little bidet action? A little bidet. Bidet. bidet Massage, heated, coolant, bro. You want a bidet? A bidet would make us friends again? I'll get you a bidet. I'll get you five bidets to make us friends again. And then I get a FaceTime from Dakota today. He goes, he goes, I didn't mean to do that. So clearly he didn't even want to talk to me. Yeah, well, we'll pay back. The FaceTime I gave you today was like as soon as I got to the hotel, I was peeing and I was about to FaceTime people I was going to eat with. And I accidentally clicked your name and I was like, oops. Hmm, interesting. Who don't want to talk to someone who doesn't want to talk to me? Zach, can we talk about the Go Tigers sweeping the Yankees? Which little shout out to John Boy here said that <laughs> Yankee season's over because the Tigers swept it. A little fucked up, pretty fucked up. But now that ZS fifty nine's on the team, maybe not. Maybe he's not saying the same things anymore. I'm not gonna lie. After yesterday's game when we swept, I went back to his Twitter and reread all of his tweets throughout the game just because I wanted to see what he had to say about it. They were probably hilarious. They were pretty good. The, you go ahead and you sweep the Yankees with you coming up, getting on base three times. We go right to Milwaukee. We're not in the lineup, play 10 innings. Can't even get in the, in the way go. What happened? Yeah, that was – I don't know. I mean, we have a bunch of switch hitters. Um, so, I mean, and I know AJ loves playing matchups. 
And today we had a bullpen day. So I was literally locked and loaded from the first inning. I thought I was the first one off the bench. That's a long day. Right. It's a long day because you know you have the bullpen day. You're playing in the National League for a American League team with an American League manager who has managed the Astros as well. So obviously a lot of American League experience there. And we're going what, eight guys pit? How many guys threw? I yeah. looked at the box score. It was like eight guys. Well, yeah, the, the plan was to have our starter throw at least like two or maybe one time through the order, so maybe two or three innings. And we had bases loaded in the second inning, and he was like, I mean, I got I to gotta do it. And so, like I said, you know, we have a bunch of switch hitters. So I figured – I was like, oh, I might be the first one off the bench so he can play matchup later in the game with the switch hitters. But we had Mazzara on the bench, so he was he got a, the first one um, to pinch hit against Burns in the second with bases loaded. And then throughout the game, you know, like I was going back and forth in the cage, you know, doing some sprints. Tell people what the cage situation is in Milwaukee. Yeah, so it's like you have to go – so the dugout is there, and then like it's, it's actually a really small hallway to the – um, clubhouse, which I was pretty surprised at. I feel like everywhere it's like, hey, where's the field? It's like, all right, yeah, you go down the hallway, take a left, take a right, and it's just down down the stairs to the dugout. And literally today I wanted just to see the field when we got there. I was like, hey, where's the uh, where's the field? And they were like, you see those doors? Yeah, that's the dugout. I was like, whoa. Okay, so then – so the cage, it's like through the clubhouse, and then you have to go through a hallway and then cross like the – I don't even know what you want to call it. Like It's kind of like the, the concourse, but the, – Yeah, you're, the- you're right. And it's kind of far away. So I went in in between innings and like the seventh or eighth and I just taken a few swings and the hitting coach comes in. He goes, last swing. You might be you might be double switching right here. I'm like, all right. So I sprinted to the dugout. George Lombard, the bench coach, was like, hey, get ready to double switch. If he doesn't get him out here, we're going with Soto, who was a lefty. We're going to double switch. I was ready to go. I went from hitting to defense like that. And then he's like, and then we got out of it. He's like, all right, you're down. And he's like, all right, you got Hater here when we get to the pitcher spot. I was like, all right, sick. Went to the cage, took some more, came back. And he's like, we're going somebody else. We're going somebody else. And I was like, okay. And then it was, and then we went extras. And I was like, all right, I might have to pinch run here. But then it was the catcher who made the last out. So you're not taking him out of the game. And then he told me, hey, and then AJ, after the um, top of the 10th, we didn't score. He said, hey, if we go into 11th, you're hitting. I was like, all right. Went back to the cage, and it was just – an NL game is legitimately a different baseball world than the AL. Imagine doing that every single day. I, I can't tell you how many times on the bench today I said that to somebody. I was like, this seems miserable. Every day. You do that every day. If you're not playing in the NL, you do that every day. And even when you're an everyday guy and you get an off day, it turns into that in like – you know, the seventh or eighth inning, you know, sometimes they're trying to stay away from guys and be like, Hey man, I'm trying to stay away from you. But if it's a one run game in the eighth, like you're that's what hitting. I was talking to a bunch of the guys. I mean, a bunch of them, you know, came up through the Tigers. So you're never playing. You're never, the pitchers are never hitting ever you know, throughout the minor leagues because in the minor leagues, it has to be national league versus national league. And I like, I, I remember turning to Boyd. I was like, Boyd, even like in double a, the manager wants to get you a day. He's like, sorry, man, I can't do it. You, we got a double switch here in the eighth inning. And you're just like, all right. And you're going to face the back end guy when you were, when you went to the, the field today, having no intentions of going in, basically. Who was your pitcher who was trying to bunt Burns? <laughs> like an absolute, he was just. Ronnie, Ronnie Garcia. We just brought him up from AAA, and that was his first ever AB. That did not look enjoyable for him. Dakota, you got to see the video of him doing it. 
I honestly felt scared because I felt like if he fouled it off, like that's a that's a very dangerous move. Yeah, it looked like he was playing defense on offense up there. Speaking of pitchers bunting, Ian, a little off the Tigers topic, but uh, Keegan Thompson, just a natural at everything he does. Really good bunter. That bunt today was beautiful. Like, you couldn't draw up a better bunt. Yeah, and it was off a lefty throw in 93, basically submarine. We were watching in the uh, training room before we left on the bus, and, I mean, scoreless streak comes to an end, but it's to Fernando Tatis, like – Fair enough. 100, 109 like, to right. That guy is special. And the thing is, I saw the pitch. It was like 96 outer half. Well, Fernando Tatis pretty good hitter. Hang on, really quick. Really quick. Going back to Burns, have you faced him this year, Ian? Yeah, twice. So Robbie Grossman let off, and he comes back in the dugout. And so, like, on the scoreboard, it was he didn't throw one pitch under, like, 97 in the first inning. And we were like, dude, those have depth. Like, what is this? So, Robbie comes back kind of like grinning. He's like, bro, those are cutting like this much. And you look in the in the video in the dugout, and it's legitimately – you could almost call it a slider. When he yanks it in, it's, it's a 97-mile-an-hour slider. Yeah, he was going like back foot to Robbie with a fastball. Well, he, he was throwing back – he threw me a bunch of backdoor cutters. So, you start yeah. the at-bat like backdoor – and you'd be like, that's the only batter's box. I like, can't hit that. And it's 97. And then he's thrown in, you know, dick ball cutters at 98. And he's going to finish you with a backdoor 97 or the 90 mile an hour, 91 mile an hour change up. Yeah. It's like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's a fun about. That's, there's a reason why he struck out 50 and walked zero guys. Shifting from shifting from the Go Tigers, as much as I want to talk about the Go Tigers all episode, Go Tigers. Uh, go Tigers. The Cubs went 19-8 May. Yeah, it was pretty – with 94 people on the I.O. We – I don't – I've never seen this many people injured, and I guess it's up across the league, but, like, we're in, we're in a spot that's pretty incredible with the, the amount of injuries we've had. But also, you're calling up guys that are nasty. Like, Tommy Nance, disgusting. Patrick Wisdom – it's nukes. It's just showing wisdom rakes. Wisdom is nasty. Wisdom and Martini are two hilarious characters. They're they're like they're per, they're great together too. Like as a combo, they're hilarious. They're kind of like uh, wisdom and Martini are kind of like when we were in AAA together. What Phil Evans and Johnny Field were just a wonderful combo that keeps the keeps the clubhouse loose. And they when they're on the bench together. They just give each other shit the whole time. And then when they're playing, they're rooting really hard for each other. And it's absolutely hilarious. They're, they're such a great combination to have. Speaking of injuries across the league, do you guys see the video of uh, Rob Ruffschneider in the Orioles twins game going into the wall? I guess he's playing emergency center field because they probably, I guess they have enough guys banged up that he's playing emergency center field. And there was a Homer like dead center Homer. And he basically just continues running. No one's over there. To, like you know, no out, no corner guy's going to get over to say a wall. And it does sneak up on you there in right center because that it's, it's like so s- severe, but just full force right into the wall. Just like TKOs him. He got decked like, like a line, like a wide receiver getting decked by a linebacker over the middle deck. Uh, there could be nothing worse. I like going back on balls in the outfield, stinks 
because you never know where the wall is. And the last thing you want to do is just run yourself right into the wall. But he, no fear, just full force right into it. Yeah. You got to love the commitment, though, you know, not, not new to the position. And he says, you know what? I got to catch this ball. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going right through the wall. And there was uh, another video that was sent to us <laughs> that was the, was it Corpus Christi, Dakota? Is that where it was? Yeah, Corpus Christi. It's double Which A. Which is double A now? It is nowadays, but. And uh, the pitcher hits the batter. Also, we can talk about Yasiel Puig demanding <laughs> that. that somebody throws a strike to him. And also, the umpire called the pitch a strike when it was thrown. Called it a strike, which it was way outside, but he called Wait, it a strike. He, he called demanded. that a strike? He called yeah. that a strike. That's and right he demanded the pitcher to throw him ball over the plate. Yeah. Dakota, how quickly is my hand on my hip? Zach's go-to. Doesn't really argue. Just if he doesn't like the call, the hand straight to the hip. Left hand usually puts like the bat on the ground, right hand on the hip, and then just kind of like looks off in the distance. Basically <laughs> just like, nope, that's not a strike, sir. It is incredible that that's all you ever do. It is. It's, it's, and it's immediate too. Oh, it's it never, immediate. never fails. Uh, like I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Corpus Christi. Double-A game. Pitcher runs one inside, hits the right-handed batter. The video is just showing the pitcher, kind of looking. Guy from the stands, a fan from the stands, runs onto the field and tries to fight the pitcher. How is this guy not immediate? I mean, he did get clocked by one of the players and, like, pushed, but, like, no one beats the shit out of him. And then by the end of the video – a coach or somebody has his, their arm around the fan and is walking. Like he was giving like, like he was giving him a neck massage. Like, hey man, it's all right, buddy. Yeah, like it's all right. How how is this guy not tackled and drug like just drag him off the field? I don't know. That was one of the more absurd videos I've ever seen because he was on the field for a good like thirty seconds and everyone's just standing there like looking at him like, who's coming to get this guy off the field? Like someone, security, somebody, come get this guy off the field. And he was just kind of hanging out there and then like the whole I think it was Midland was the other team and they like the whole team like came in and was just kind of like standing there in a line like what's this guy gonna do is he a psycho like for for everyone out there we get briefed every year on like what to do if like a streaker goes on the field and it's like you know just keep your eyes on them like don't go near them but never have I ever heard a meeting that consisted of hey if a fan charges at you trying to fight you Here's what to do. And he was trying to fight. He was trying to, like, entice anyone that would fight him to fight him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do if I was a pitcher. I would literally just, like, back away and be like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, get out of here, man. I think because of maybe fans being back, missing a year, pent-up energy, pent-up whatever, there's been a lot of – rowdiness in the basketball games the Kyrie getting the water bottle thrown at him it's every game it's how who there was a is fan going the, there was there was a fan on the court tonight in the Sixers game yeah fan on the court fan, the fan yes. at, uh, at MSG spit on Trey Young what are we doing I'm, I KD had some good comments on it Dakota uh but the 
idea that fans are coming to games not just to enjoy what's happening on the court or on the field or what what in front of them, especially like playoff basketball games, but they're taking an opportunity to try to hurt or throw some. Why? Because it's going to make them feel better about their. I just I can't even. It it doesn't register. I can't figure it out. I think the only thing is that I uh, kind of I don't want to say like about it, but like I'll tell you what, every fan that this has happened to, like they're like going to jail. Like the one that threw a water oh, yeah. is getting like prosecuted, like charged. Yeah, he got with charged assault. with like battery and yeah. Battery and assault with of a deadly weapon. weapon. Yeah. Like, is it worth it? I don't think so. <laughs> we will be right back to the compound after this message from dugout mugs. You guys probably know dugout mugs. They're baseball bats that hold liquid or whatever you want, I guess. But Primarily liquid. Dugout mugs is the best. If you've ever held one, I mean, it's a baseball bat that has been hollowed out so you can drink your beer. Maybe you go for the wine glass. Knob shot. Been there. Had a few knob shots one night. It's a long night. It's a great night. Dugout mugs. They're the best. They're the perfect Father's Day gift. Father's Day is coming up. A couple weekends away. It's going to be here. Go order your dugout mug with code COMPOUND to get 35% off all dugout mugs. 35%. That's a real one. That's a big one. That's a big one. Dugoutmugs.com slash discount slash compound 35% off. They got Cubs one. They got players ones. They've got whatever you're looking for. MLBPA license, MLB license. They've got it all. You can personalize them. Working on getting my face on one. Go check out Dugout Mugs. Code compound thirty five percent off. And I get, I understand that fans are going to express themselves mm-hmm. from time to time in a negative way verbally. Like fans are going to yell at opposing players. They're going to have strong, usually ridiculous words to say. I don't support it. I don't understand it. You know, I always. The, the cheering for your team, like being positive about cheering for your team. I don't understand the fan that comes to the game in wherever, let's say Pittsburgh, and sits 10 rows back and screams at Chris Bryant that he sucks. Like, what? Like, how, what, how's that, how's that happen? I'm so happy you brought this up. There was this guy today, probably three rows back in Milwaukee, and the whole game, he just doesn't stop. And it's just like someone's walking back. He's like, hey, good AB. Never mind. You suck. And it was just like he was so serious and adamant about it. And, like, his wife or girlfriend was sitting next to him, and she had to have been embarrassed. Like, this dude was, like, legitimately frustrated. And he was wearing a National League All-Star jersey. I couldn't tell who it was. So, obviously, he wasn't a Go Tigers fan. But it was like he he had this just anger on his face. And, and like, every time he sat down, it would be like, yeah. I told him, just like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, like, does that make that guy feel better? You know, and I mean, it's sick. It's so cool. Like, MSG and like, I think in Atlanta they have like full capacity. Like, seeing the full crowds. Like, I saw like multiple tweets today. Did Wrigley get bigger capacity today? Sixty percent. Because I saw so many tweets about how sick it was like being there. Like, Ian, how was it today? Like, with a bigger crowd, like noticeably different. Yeah, I mean, it was loud. We've had 60%, I think, since we got back, since the start of the home stand, but the weather hasn't really cooperated until today. 
And so it really did feel it was loud. It was full today. Um, and it was awesome. The energy was great. We were hitting homers. So everybody's having a good time. But another example of fans definitely having just missed being in the ballpark, like the cup snakes are out of control. As funny <laughs> as it is, like people by the fifth inning, sixth inning, they start the cup snakes and the game is happening. And, you know, just in between pitches or like ground out. Yeah, yeah. And you just start to hear boo, boo, because one of the cup snakes is getting taken or people going fucking bonkers because <laughs> a cup snake's getting long. It's like wh- for like three innings. It's crazy. People are just losing their fucking minds out there about cups. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great, too. And I understand that they can't let the cups just like spill beer all over patrons that are paying for tickets. Like nobody wants. But that's that, the but... fun. That's the funniest part is that they know they can't do it, and then like the the security when they were to take it away, they know they're coming. And I think that is honestly the best part about it. Yeah, I do wonder like if security stopped caring, if they cup snakes would cease to exist. If they, yeah, that's what I mean. If they were allowed right. to do it, would they keep doing? Would they try to get one across the left field? Probably not. No. The only thing I could see is maybe like if they were allowed to do it see how far you can go like can you cover the whole outfield bleachers i don't know right but then like once it happens it's like do we do this yeah. again yeah are we gonna do this every day that's but that regularly that was uh the one thing i noticed the outfield today the cup snakes were super popular but uh yeah wrigley was bumping wrigley was bumping seagulls were out there hanging out from the seventh to the ninth scared i was gonna get shit on uh cubbies had a great day cubbies had a great day wisdom hit two javi hit two the one he hit the center should have counted for like three. Oh, I think that was his first one, wasn't it? First one, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Absolutely smoked. Zach, where do you guys go after Milwaukee? We played them all night. It's only a two-game series. Played them all night, and then we go to Chicago. And, of course, I don't think you guys are there, right? No, we're going to San Fran. When? Wednesday, post-game. Yeah. Um, we have off in Chicago on Wednesday. Oh, Tigers. I know. You want to come to Omaha for the day? Hang out. Uh, hey, speaking of Omaha hanging out, shout out to Scotty Efros, friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Moving on up to AAA. For all of you who don't know, Scotty, friend of the pod, Efros, is a – would you say new pitcher sidearm? I mean, two years ago he's been working on it. Mm-hmm. So, like, this year was his first time throwing in A, shoved. And then now he's in AAA. Is he nasty? Yes. He's How hard is he throwing from the submarine sidearm deal? 90, 90, 90, 90 usually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nasty, though. His slider is a legit frisbee. Don't get it twisted, Scott. If you throw to me, bad things will happen to you. But, yeah. Zach, do you know how many times I've thought about, do I kind of hope that we're both here in July when the iCubs play Toledo? I kind of do. Do I kind of want to face you? Yes. Because you know what I keep thinking about? There's no way that when you walk in the box, I don't start laughing. Like, I'm 100% going to have to step off. Okay, I'm happy that's what you said because that was what was on my mind. I was like, you think I'm not going to laugh when I go to the box? And when I punch you out, I'm going to trip No, 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 no. As you walk no, back. No, no, no. Like, Sit in the truck! I swear, if I hit a homer, I won't hit you with my bat flip. But, like, we can still laugh about it. You if know? you hit a homer, it'll be like the one time I actually like smile after getting a homer. I'll probably like laugh. I'll be like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right with like a, 
How about like a hard line out to third? Is that okay? Maybe one ten off the bat right at third base. Give me, give me second base. All right, second <laughs> base. Yeah, you're going the other way with it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, last ball away. Yeah, good. Thank you. Were kind of, you were kind of raking before you called up, huh? Yeah, and it was. Fun. I just got off the the concussion protocol IL list, whatever you want to call it, and I was about three millimeters from getting hit in the head again. No, you weren't. Oh, you know what I saw? What I thought was funny? No, no, I wasn't saying no, you weren't. What was funny is in your first at bat the other day when you started, you got like a curveball that was over the middle of the plate and up, and you like ducked. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's got PTSD. All right, so like – It was over the middle of the plate. He doesn't throw his curveball a lot, that dude. So like as soon as I saw it coming up, I was like, oh, my God, here we go again. And I took it, and I saw like as I turned – Gary Sanchez kind of caught it like up and in, but it was over the plate. And I was like, oh my God, I could have like legitimately, if I, I don't know, like if I dropped to the ground, like if the ball was coming at me, I'd be like, yeah, it's probably a pretty normal reaction to where that ball was coming. And Gary Sanchez literally called it like middle in just above the zone. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, like, I'm an idiot. And then you ended up getting a base knock, a little soggy pot. Sorry. Yeah, you know. Did you know that uh, Kevin Pillar? is now yeah back. He got activated after two weeks after getting hit in the fucking face. Yeah. In the face. Also, hey, there's a guy on our team uh, in spring training got hit in the face. Same guy who hit me in the head. Like, next time we faced the Blue Jays, he was playing five days later. Broken nose as a catcher playing five days later. You know what that's telling me, Zach? You're, you're maybe a little soft. <laughs> All you got to do is pass those concussion protocols, kid. I could name you every word on that fucking concussion test at this point. Uh, if you guys are wondering, the word that I missed was honey on mine. 14 Ooh. out of 15, honey. I didn't get that one. I don't think I missed any of the words. I missed the shapes. So funny, not funny, but funny. So I, I had to take – in spring training, you do like just the baseline test, and I took it the day after I got hit in the head in spring training. So I was already pissed off. Like I probably wasn't 100%. And had like probably three quarters of the way through. And it's a long test. It's almost 30 minutes long, right? Mm-hmm. And about three quarters of the way through, it just exited out. And I was just like, what the fuck? So I had to do it again. So basically. Yeah, there goes your focus. Because you yeah, are. Like, okay. So I took it after I got hit the other day. About 95% done. It had to restart. Had to take it again. And then. And. The doctor said after the second one, he said um, his memory section was a little bit off. I'm going to have to have him take it again tomorrow. So I had to take it a total of four or five times this year. <laughs> Zach, any, uh, any plans for the family to see you play baseball? Oh, God, no. Love them to death. I, I, I don't want them coming. You are the worst son. Yeah, no, I'm not, dude. A, I never get hits when they're there. True. B, my mom, saint, love her to death. She wants me to do so well. How about how she murdered you today? Oh, my God, yeah. Murdered. Hang on. We will revisit this. Love my mom to death. She's a saint. But, like, she wants me to do so well that, like, if I don't do well, I can see her, like, melting in her seat because she feels bad for me because she thinks that, like, I can't take it and, like, I'm just going to break down. 
And I'm like, mom, like, I'm fine. If I strike out, I make an error. I'm fine. Believe me. Like, I would rather her be home melting in the couch opposed to in a stadium with 15,000 people where they know at her and she's right. Like, Hey, that's there. There's Zach Schwartz parents. Oh, look at his mom. Oh my God. Like I, you know, I don't, I'd rather not. How did she murder you today? Can you tell us about that? So today she texted me after the game. She was like, Oh, like, you know, I had a good day. You know, uh, my middle brother got a new car. Like Brady's, I think, playing golf and he's done with school and she was like and you were flawless today kind of joking because I didn't play and I was like yeah you know blah 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 I was like yeah you know I, they told me I was gonna I, I had the hater at bat like I wanted to get it I would have been sick and she goes clearly you're still concussed murdered oh my your own mother knows you would have been toast the uh the other day Riz's mom okay by the way I asked Riz to come Speaking on today Riz. I asked Riz, of Riz I asked Riz to come on today he said no, and he said, can we do it on a road trip? He said, can we do it on a road trip so we can do it in person? I'd rather do it in person. You can't just come to your apartment? I don't know. So, road trip, Riz, we're going to be on the West Coast all next week. So, I'm not promising anything, but maybe next week we'll get Riz on. Maybe next week we'll get Riz on. Maybe next week we'll get Ariad on. Because I took- hey, Everyone out there, Ian, Ian has stopped promising us. Uh, yeah, I'm not promising anymore because I can't get anybody. Every time I ask somebody to come on, they say, fuck off. Riz's mom the other day, it's fucked him up, too. It's fucked him up. Riz's mom the other day, we can ask him about this. She just ended the call or started the call with, when are you going to hit a home run? Oh, my God. When are you going to hit a home run already? Oh, that's boy. awesome. If your mother says that to you, that's in new, you start panicking. You start thinking about it. You're, do, you're going through BP. Go, my fucking mom, I can't hit a home run. Hey, speaking of guests. I think we're almost close to having Miggy on. We had a break. We had a breakthrough yesterday in the dugout. So I'm kind of just sitting there, and Miggy comes up to me. He's like, "Shorty, you have a lot of bats." And I was like, "Yeah, what? What the fuck are you asking me for a bat?" He was like, "I was like, yeah, I, I my bat bag's upstairs. Like, why? What's up?" And he goes, "Can I use it?" And I was like, "I was like." It's yes, literally sir. the smallest bat that we have in this whole facility. It is the smallest one. He goes, what's the size? I was like, 33 and a quarter, 30 and a half. He's like, it's in your locker? I was like, yeah. He goes, okay, we'll trade. I need to use it. I was like, all right, man, go right ahead. But he didn't. He end, did not end up using it. Damn it. But the fact, I know. If Miguel know. Cabrera gets one of his 3,000 hits with your bat, that's fucking legendary. Yeah. Yes. What size is it? I mean, 33 and a half, but it's, yeah, but like the barrel is. No, I mean, like what weight? I think it's 31. He's Maybe probably got one of those old barrels that are illegal for us youngsters. He's got one of the big ones. Bro, it is so big. So in, in, in Major League Baseball, I don't know if the listeners know this, in Major League Baseball, there's bat regulations. And if you're an older player, you can be grandfathered into some of the older regulations. So they've, because hitting isn't hard enough, they've over the course of time made the bat smaller. You can't, you're, it's illegal for you to have a bigger barrel. Um, Love that. But if you're an older player, like Miggy, Pablo, uh, Sandoval uses a massive barrel, uh, Nelson Cruz, like these guys can still use these fucking huge barrels. And like you look at the bat and you're like, geez, why, why, why can't I use this bat? Would love to use this thing. Have you ever tried to, Ian? 
No, I've never. I uh, Daniel Murphy was grandfathered into an old one, uh, and I did swing his bat once or twice, I think. What but I, like, how do you how do you know if you're grandfathered in? Like, I think they do a different like model number on it. Oh, uh, I didn't know if it was like an actual like list of guys like this. Guy no, no, there is a list. Oh, there is. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Speaking of bats, I was kind of I forgot slash was unaware that the team pays for the bats in the big leagues. So I was talking to Robbie Grossman about just bats in general. I was like, man, I need, I got to talk my agent, put another order in. He's like, go to the clubby's office and just ask him for an order of bats. And I was like, oh, wait, I can do that. And like, I went in there, like, kind of like very scared and skittish, like, hey, Jim, uh, hi, hi bat order. He's like, yeah, absolutely. What do you want? And like, got out a pen and a notepad. And I was like, just six is fine. He's like, you want 12? And I was like, no, I'm six is fine. You know, now that you say 12, why not just make it an even dozen? <laughs> you only got six? Yeah, I did. I, I got to earn the 12. Fair. Got to earn You're going to order another. This is the thing. You're going to order another six next week. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, no, he doesn't break bats. Last time I broke a bat, it was on a hit a few weeks ago. Fun fact. You didn't break it on that soggy pot? No, it didn't break. That was brand new. First at bat with that bat. Did you keep use it all game? Yeah, duh. You know, I saw a friend of the pod today. I saw a friend of the pod, Jeff Garland. He was sitting. I saw, I saw that he was at the game. He was sitting two or three rows behind the on-deck circle. And I walked up and immediately saw him. And he was just being himself, cracking up. Did you say hi to him? Yeah, I said hi to him. And then I went up <laughs> to hit uh, maybe the next at bat. Or maybe Javi got out and I was leading up the next inning. And I came back out. And he's standing there. I'm like getting ready for my at bat. Right. And I'm like watching the picture and I turn and I hear in his voice, like Ian, and he's holding a camera, taking a picture of me, like right at the front of the net. It's like, this guy's unbelievable. He's all over the place. That is that. How long ago does that feel like? Long time. It was literally like a year ago. And he, uh, he sang the seventh inning stretch. Hey, uh, this is producer Tom. Can I read you a quote that we got tweeted at us a bunch at the compound pod on Twitter about Jeff Garland? Please. This is from Jeff Garland on the broadcast. Ian Happ is 12 years old. Why is he doing a hairpiece ad? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He uh, oh, no. he went up there and sat in the booth for an inning, I guess, with Marquis and then uh, complimented me on my uh, hair billboard. So I really appreciate that. Is that a compliment or a murder to say? No, that was definitely a compliment. He definitely uh, loves to see my face around. He was really happy to see me in the on deck circle and he wanted to give a shout out to my hair. Speaking of uh, it does look shout great. outs, Dakota, are you going to say something? I was going to say something about shout outs as well, but you go first. So the other day during BP, guy on our team, Jake Rogers, catcher, was mic'd up. And I asked where the camera was, like, he was in my VP group, and we were around the turtle. And I had my, my arm around him. I was, like, talking about ball talk. And I was like, hey, Jake, where's the camera around here? He's like, oh, there's one right there, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, speaking of ball talk. And I, like, put my arm around him and went to the camera. I was like, you guys should listen to the Compound Podcast with Ian Happ, Zach Short, and Dakota Mekis. Like, no free ads, but, you know, there's great, great guests, great ball talk, whatever. And I got a clip sent to me during the game yesterday that they – they showed the clip of us mic'd up and they had a little segment before I get, um, went to the, and they were like, um, I forgot the guy's name. The reporter was saying like, Oh, you guys should all listen to it. You know, it's really funny. They talk about X, Y, and Z. 
And, go Tigers. That's going to yeah. boost our fucking numbers. Can you oh, yeah. send that clip over to John Boy? Let's get it oh, going. Yeah. Get popping. That's how, that's how you make up for not wearing State and Liberty when you had a picture taken of you walking to the I table. saw her. We were walking to the bus, and I saw her, and I was. I looked down, and I was like, fuck. Do you know the amount of times, Zach? I don't know if you ever got it in Toledo or in Detroit. The amount of times now that I get Parse rum. like oh, I haven't gotten it. Game. Damn it. But it's tough because, like, I'll back up home. So, like, you know, in Iowa, how the bullpen's on the field and left, I'll, like, protect the catcher, and fans will be, like, yelling at me while I'm standing there. And I'm, like, I feel like it's inappropriate to turn and yell rum. I think it is. I think it is. I Like, what I do is, like, a nod or a point or something. But, like, it does feel inappropriate while you're working on the field to, like, scream rum at somebody. That's why I just, like, I I try to just, like, I try to, like, give, like, a nod, yeah, but I'm, like, I shouldn't yell rum at you right now. Like, I got a guy warming up behind me. Like, I don't know. But there was one the other day, like, a little kid comes down. He goes, hey, Dakota, when I say parsley, you say rum. He goes. Parse and I said rum back because it was before the game. And I go, rum, but you're way too young for that. All right. <laughs> and his, his dad's up in the stands. He goes, No, it's all right. And I'm like, hell yeah. We love Parse rum and you can love it too when you're 21. Yeah, exactly. And you can plant trees. You can plant trees at any age. Yes. You can plant trees at any age. It's very true. true. Just don't consume it. Can we uh do our screen time? <laughs> Mine's definitely gonna be the highest side of bus trip today. I feel pretty good about mine because Zach's a degenerate. Hold on. Oh. Zach, you go first. Six because thir- I th- six, six 13. Oh Fuck. God. What are you doing? I was, I told a, a, I didn't sleep all last night because there's a ghost in my room. B, I was on my phone from as soon as the game was over until the podcast. Go hang no, out with your teammates. Away. I thought you had friends. I thought you had a bunch of new friends because you couldn't I talk did. to I was Dakota. Gonna, I was going out with your teammates, man. Come on. Go Tigers. Dakota, what was your time? Derek Collins took all the relievers to dinner. You couldn't hang out with Miggy? I'm sure he would want to hang out with you. I'm scared of him. 656. 656. Jeez. Well, you know, you didn't play a game day and you traveled and you were only a few minutes higher than Zach. So that's saying something. Uh, I had 311 because I am never on my phone. Good for me. Low screen time yet again. You have too much going on. Like you have other stuff in life. Me and Zach are just bums. Like we don't have anything other than baseball. I will agree that you're bums. You're both bums. We are. We're just a couple of bums. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys have before we let the people go and – don't promise, but hope that Rizzo comes on next week. The only quick thing I have is, Ian, did you see the South Bend brawl? I did see the South Bend brawl. I don't know who, I don't know if I know any of the people that were in it, but no. amazing, amazing that they were just fucking going after it on the field. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in a video, and I had to get info. Like, I talked to Brennan Davis is there. You know Brennan. Yep. Yeah. He was there, and I go, please tell me you were smart enough to stay out of that. He goes, I tried getting in there, but they were holding me back. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. And he said it was just mayhem. I was like, I've never seen, like, that was a full-blown, like, hammer oh, yeah. being thrown. Like, people were throwing haymakers. Yeah, it, it looked like a bunch of Tasmanian devils just running around doing circles, trying to catch a, a chin if they could. Dude, that was, that was insane. I'm honestly, I've never been, I've had, like, benches clear a couple times. And it's just guys shouting like, oh, you're, you're a bitch, whatever. Yeah. That's not, but like, I've never been like a full blown, like, 
that shit's scary, back. dude. People are yeah, fucking people nuts. Yeah, everybody said. Everybody says like, oh yeah, I'd love to get in a brawl. I'd love to get after it. I want nothing to do with no, that. No. I want nothing to do with a brawl. I want nothing to do with punches being thrown. If you gotta get up there and yell a little bit to protect one of your guys, fine. Once the hand once the hands start no. flying, it's like no. what do you do? What do you, it's a fucking it's a mosh pit. There was a baseball thrown. And every team, every team has a couple psychos on it that yes. are like, yeah. love, love it. And like, want to get in there and like actually hurt you. I'm like, hey, man. That are just trying to get a lick in. So like, as soon as your head's turned, they're, they're, they're hunting you. Yeah, I, got I, people hunting back of heads. I know that I would be a, I'd be a like breakup guy. Like a guy's like fighting another guy. I'm like pulling guys away. I'm like, hey, hey easy. Dakota, <laughs> if anybody saw you charging at them, they would stop immediately. Yeah, unless they knew me and they'd be like, oh, he's a teddy bear. He's not doing anything. Like, unless, they, unless you gave him a wet willy, then you're toast. <laughs> I hope we get in a brawl with Toledo and you're there because I'm fucking wet willy in your ass so bad. Go to starting a brawl just so you can give wet willy. What was, hey, what was the one with KB and Starlin Castro, right? Yeah. When KB like started one of them? Yeah. <laughs> I said Andrew Romine broke down the, uh, the brawl when it was uh, his brother and Miggy. He like told us everything that happened in that. It was crazy. He goes, yeah, like I was just trying to settle it down. He goes, I mean, we were playing against the Yankees. He's like, they got Stanton, Judge. He goes, my brother like was out of his mind, ready to go. And he's like, he, he's like, I tried to break. He said he was like holding back Austin. And he's like, Austin was looking right through me. He wasn't hearing a word I was saying to him. Like he had fire in his Wait, eyes. Was he with the Tigers? Andrew was with the Tigers. Austin was with the Yankees. What? And Andrew, remember that? And like Andrew and Austin were off to the side and Andrew was trying to like call him down. He's like, Austin wasn't hearing a word I was saying. He was like so heated. Go Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. Kind of show you can always say you fought Miguel Cabrera. and You don't remember that fight, Zach? It was like maybe. Oh, no, I do. I didn't, I didn't know that his brother was. I had no idea. Yeah, on different teams. That's outrageous. And that's what I said to him. I go, if my brother's on the other team, like obviously – you like protect your family first, but at the same time, it's like I'll fucking swing on my brothers if they're in a brawl. Well, yeah, you would, especially Avery, because you're mean to him. I, I I probably would punch Brady first. That's true. All right, Ian. Sorry, sorry, that was the last thing I had to get up. All right, this episode is presented by Parse Rums. Episode sixty-four. We love Parse. You love Parse. Go plant some trees. Go to Benny's. Go to ParseRum.com. Get your Parse. Obvious shirts. Parse, obvious shirts, parse, 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 parse. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, we have Riz on. If we don't have him on, you can all tweet at him and blame him because definitely not our fault, definitely his fault. See you next week.